Welcome, welcome to the You Got a Minute Fan Podcast. I am your host, the Commish, and as always, I am joined by the super producer, actively lazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. You be getting on my nerves, Joe. (laughs) I'm gonna be Stephen A to your Whitlock soon. You just wait. Oh God. Why is he doing that? I saw that. Nah, Why are you, doing it? you work for ESPN. This dude worked for the Blaze, and you still talking about him? You won. Let it go, bro. Yeah, Let that's it what go. I'm saying. You know, <laughs> elevate that. Now, I know I'm not good at this, but you really are elevating somebody that wanted to be you and can't be you. So, why would you even engage in that? Yeah, like I would, I don't know. I mean, I would respond one time, but I would have like here's my thing. I would have done the response years ago, and then so if we're still at that point in 2024, then that I'm just I'm going to ignore him. I'm going to ignore him, so. especially when he's not relevant. Maybe if he's yeah. on Fox Sports, man. Maybe maybe if he had a FanDuel show or a national talk show, this dude's on the Blaze. I don't even know with- where to find the Blaze. Whitlock goes on Twitter, sees who's trending, and then tweets them. <laughs> like that's how he gets. That's how he gets his uh his headlines. Yeah, and I'm breaking my own rules because I, I say ignore him and people like him. But all right, let's go to our headlines. And first, of course, y'all, please rate and subscribe and share. We say this all the time, but we need to do it and keep saying it. If you're listening, try to help us grow. However, yeah, biggest news: I didn't think any news could supersede. That Pete Carroll was gone. I didn't think any news could supersede that Michigan finally won. I didn't think any news could supersede Drabel even getting fired. But the GOAT, Nick Saban, is out. And they can't see me, but I'm doing the, the Vince McMahon thing. I don't want to talk about it. It's my hero, bro. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, that's going to be like me for when uh, Belichick retires because it's I, I I mean, Saban's obviously great, but I think Belichick is just like the greatest thing ever, even though we've seen what he did without Tom. But it is hard to put into words what Nick Saban did. Now, I'm old enough to remember uh, Gene Stallings, and then after that, Alabama didn't win anymore. Alabama was going the way of the Miamis and the Nebraskas and all of that, and then Nick came and because I used to be like, why is everybody hype up Alabama? I'm not old enough to see Bear Bryant. I only saw one title like in 1991. So I'm like, why is it was like Texas? They were my Texas when I was a kid. I'm like, why does everybody hype up Bama? And then Nick Saban came, and what six titles later? If you can replace, movie. if you can replace a legend like Bear Bryant, you doing something. That is also true, and, and possibly supersede him. Especially when yeah. you consider that they're black athletes now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a different landscape and less dominant, you can't really have a monopoly. That uh, it's a whole different level of what he did. And if you look at the amount of people that he put into the pros, I mean, you just can't even let, you can't even comprehend his legacy, I don't think. I was listening to um, ESPN Radio briefly um, when we were waiting to get on here, and somebody made a a valid point that Nick Saban and Belichick are probably the last two people that can get away with doing things the the old way, and it still resonates with with players today. Now, granted, that probably stopped maybe a year ago, but to the point – 
they they coach their way, they, their system, their structure is the way that they do it. And people buy in generally to that. And it's been successful for them. I, I hate to see Nick go out losing to Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> I rather lose lose to Lane Kiffin. That's that's the ending we deserve. No, that's him losing not what to Lane. Wants. Yeah, oh, it one hundred percent is Lane's him losing joke. to Lane Kiffin. Either either he loses to Lane Kiffin or Lane Kiffin replaces him. That is the ending that we deserve. But um, yeah, I, I I think it was time, man. Like, you know, just looking at at the this last class. Um, I said it on the the college podcasts um, that I did as well, that it just looked like Bama was out coached, and I'd never seen that before. So I didn't even know how to how to process it. <laughs> it, looked, it didn't look like it. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. So it's, it's time to go, and I think it's telling, he said early in the season, that when you start thinking about retiring, you might as well retire because it's already time. Yeah. And just looking at it, lost Texas A&M last year, looking at some of the things, and then me, the only success I really have with gambling is uh, college. And the fact that you could just always count on him. Whoa, 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 whoa. You will not do that. You will not do that. For years, you sat on podcasts and told me there's no correlation to how good a team is based on them covering the spread. Remember that long argument we had about the Steelers when I called them frauds two years ago? And you said, you and your gambling, that doesn't mean anything. Well, I came around. You were right. There you okay, go. all right. Thank you. I just, no, I, no, I I just wanted you to say that. My point was not that you sh- it shouldn't go. No, my point was you, well, I guess it's the same thing. But you'll take one game, you're like game cover. Now, over a period of time, if somebody doesn't meet expectations, I can see. Like, for example. Mike Tomlin as an underdog is great, but as a favorite isn't. But anyway, but I digress. <laughs> we're not on him yet. But yeah, just being that you could go to him, I could go to him when they were losing and a live bet and automatically get them. Like it was just automatic. A bad team, they're going to kill them. And then the last couple of years, I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Ever since uh, maybe Mac Jones left, I guess we were starting to get to that. Even when LSU passed them, you kind and Georgia passed them. You kind of started to see that, you know, there were some other teams in the conference that could be better. And uh, and it's still amazing. He's like a playoff person every year, just about. So it's not a not a drop-off in general, but for someone – it's not a double drop-off, but for someone whose standard of excellence was where he is, it was a drop-off. Yeah, for sure, man. He, he, he was vulnerable. And um, he fought the good fight, and, and he just went out on his terms. So I guess that's fine. At least he went out with a winning season, and he beat Georgia. It wasn't yeah. like he was like five wins or something like that. So it's fine. I just wonder what he's going to do. He doesn't seem like a person that has a life outside of – he's 72 years old. Troll Finbomb? <laughs> that's what he's going to do? Call yeah. in and troll Finbomb every week? Yeah, Finbomb. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he might do that. But, yeah, maybe – I mean, I can see him trying to be on ESPN. I can't see him being on game day, but I can see yeah, him trying it out. Or maybe – I think he would go to ESPN over Fox. But I can't see him doing all of that, but I can see him them giving him some kind of role. I don't know. Yeah, now, I don't think he'll leave. Now. Now it's time. Now you've yeah. been talking mess about Jim Harbaugh since <sighs> – he was the coach oh of the 49ers. I've been talking mess about Jesus, Jim Harbaugh like five years no, ago. No, no, no man. Absolutely no, you got not. You won a championship. You got to eat crow. 
You oh gotta eat God. crow. Yeah, you gotta eat crow. I talk mess about Leonard Fournette. Y'all talk about some championship Lenny, and he caught forty yards of passes or something. I had to deal with that. Fournette, I had to deal with that. Oh, Everybody's gonna deal with it. Now, granted, it's a long time. You still was slanting Harbaugh until he beat Ohio State. Yeah, I mean that was that was the standard. Beat Ohio State finally. Okay, and it did. Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh is four and seven in in bowl and games. Still four to and seven. I'm not trying to say the man. The man has a 72 percent win percentage over 13 years of coaching. 72 percent win percentage in the regular season, but a um, less than 50 percent percentage in bowl games. So. All I'm saying is, and in his nine years, in his nine years, in his nine years in Michigan, he is three and six in bowls. He got, he finally got his national championship, and and he had a perfect season and everything. That's perfectly fine. If you're gonna tell me that one year will erase twelve years of pretty much failures, then yeah, I I apologize to Jim Harbaugh. Well, All you need is that one year. You can't at some point say everything that's not a championship is a failure. And then yeah, well, that's not what I'm saying. Bro, he didn't win in the Fiesta Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Citrus Bowl, the Peach Bowl, the Outback Bowl, another Orange Bowl, bowls, and then the Sun Bowl. Bowls are meaningless. The bowls are meaningless. They were not meaningless. All right, let's look at the records that he got. All right, in, the, in 2009, it was it was an 8-5 and five season. Okay. He was 12-1 and one in 2010. That was a bowl win. He was 10-3. That was a bowl win. Yeah, yeah, that those are two successes. Then he was ten and three loss, eight and five not loss, good. ten and not three good. loss, nine and four loss, twelve and two loss. That's thirteen good. and one loss. Good, good season. Twelve oh, and two is a good season. God. Was that a playoff berth? That was. He's a, gone was to the playoffs. Playoff last yeah, three that was years. a playoff. That was that was the embarrassment to Georgia. I think he's gone to the playoffs last three years and won a national championship. I mean, what you, okay. what you want? What you want? I, I want. I want to match that kind of five. That that three year span. How many other people can match it? Well, Kirby Smart is one. Obviously, he's it. better. He's better. That's about it. But, okay. but in a three-year span, like all, all other and great coaches, yeah. But well, then they, the, their, body their body of work, their body of work, over match that. In the playoff era, uh, Urban Meyer probably can. Um, Dabo and um, obviously Saban and Kirby Smart, yeah. Yeah, but so, I mean, he, you are absolutely, you will absolutely not put him in the same sentence as those guys, though, man. <laughs> you are not gonna do. You can't do that, yo. Like you can't. I did. Can't I purposely. That. All I but that's what you were. Well, that's what else? you were basically who implying. Else? But who else? No, he's below. But, him, but after that, after that, after that, it's him. What all right. Want? So, so if I, all things, if all things are equal. Is he in your top five coaches that you would want to coach in the in the in the playoff era? Is he in your top five coaches? All things are equal. Is he in your top five coaches that you would want to coach in the playoff era? Top five, uh, top five favorite. Oh, yeah, I, I, hey, that's good enough for me. No, I, no, 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 I just no, want to make sure no, we're okay, clear. Okay, how about this? How about this? If we're starting a program from scratch anywhere in the country. Give me him. Now, once we got the teams set. <laughs> that's, all I, that, that's all I was saying, man. I mean, and if, not, he, if he was in the yet. SEC at an SEC powerhouse, I guess. I mean, I can't even see him at an SEC powerhouse anyway. So, I but like, if he was at up. Georgia, 
if he was at Georgia, Georgia would be really good. If he was They'd at be Alabama, good, but he, he would not. He would not be Nick straight up. He would not be Nick straight. Probably up. not a lot. Probably not a lot. But probably not um, at all. <laughs> the same would the same would go if he was at Bama and he had to play Kirby Smart. He he probably wouldn't be beating those guys straight up. He he has two of the biggest failures uh, for big programs and coaching that he plays in James Franklin and Ryan Day. And and I know Marcus gets mad whenever I call Ryan Day a failure, but every time I look at that 2021 roster. And that that meme of the receivers on the bench and CJ Stroud taking a knee talking to them. And I asked myself, how the hell did they not win a national championship or even beat Michigan that year? It's wild to me. And, and what makes it worse, not you said Stroud too, didn't you? Yeah. Like six, four to five to six receivers as an NFL, like four or five first round picks. And CJ Stroud, who's ungodly. And you can't even beat Jim Harbaugh. So don't That's so anyway, crazy. we don't want to get it Ryan Day. And nothing even comparable on the other side. As good as Michigan is and, and what they've been producing, not even anything comparable. They, they don't even have it. good pros, man. That's you should have scored every time. You should have scored every time. I mean, with that too. All right. So Harbaugh won. I hate this chatter. It's so disrespectful. Like, let the man enjoy his flowers. They asking him about next year. Of course, he did hire uh, the super agent that everybody. Um, Man, you know what it is, bro. It's big. So, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> it, it, exactly. Don Yee, I think, is his name. And yeah. so that guy is known with a lot of uh, hardline uh, negotiation with coaches. I, I don't know. Maybe he runs away. I feel like he's staying. I mean, you're not, you're not running away if you if you leave it on top. Like, That's just, I, I guess I run else. away from the sanctions, run away from the sanctions. But yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, but he did what he accomplished. He went to his dream job. He won. Then he jetted. You know, then he go back to where his first love is, maybe. Well, I don't know. You know, but I you like know technically, I for college. technically uh, a precedent has been set where if you leave the if you leave college football under investigation and the penalty is handed out, you serve that penalty at the NFL level. It happened to um it what happened to teams? Jim Trussell. Yeah, it happened to Jim Trussell. And he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't even a head coach, Trussell. He was he was an exact they don't do that shit no more. It was not long ago that was it almost happened to Pete Carroll, but he somehow got found not guilty. So you know I bet they don't do it. I bet they don't do it. Of course, that spy thing they're gonna follow him, boy. They don't play that spy gate stuff in the NFL, but I bet you I haven't heard anybody talk, but they did it to prior, remember. And yeah, I remember that. It I was forgot ridiculous. they did the trestle, even though it was the same thing. Did they, did they hit Zeke too? I don't know if they or hit him. They, they talked about it. Yeah. But all right. Maybe this is all Ohio State. We're not worried about that. We're not Ohio State. <laughs> Harbaugh is a lifer. Not a lifer, but he's a uh, he, he's very experienced in the pros and a former professional uh, football player. Pete uh, Carroll got fired. Now, where was the media? He didn't get fired. He stepped down. He got fired. He Man, said, uh, nah, in the he press conference. Down. In a press conference, they, he said he fought for his job, and they asked to move him to a a team executive. You know what that means? You know what that means? They want to move you to be a team executive. How they does this happen him. to Pete Carroll, but Lee Corso still gets to be on TV? Because they're scared he's going to die. And so am I. So drag him out there. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's all he got to live for. I love Lee, man. That's Fuck, all he got to live man. for. Get him out of here. Got a quote. 
I can't believe they went up. What is Pete not doing that they want? He rebuilt the team. They all with Geno Smith. Yeah, with Geno like, Smith. This is worse to me. Well, not the same really, but well, worse. Yeah, it's worse to me than the Titans. At least I have, I didn't realize that they had two losing seasons back to back with uh, Drabel. But still, what no. the cupboard is bare? Are you restocking? I mean, repeat, they went to the playoffs last year. With Geno Smith, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be a Pete Carroll like seventy-seven, and he's able to still coach in a modern era and win football games, and he just so happens to be in a division that has a, a recent Super Bowl champion and a team that should have had a Super Bowl or two as well. What do you want from the man? He's winning football games with Geno fucking Smith in so two thousand and twenty-three. I know. Can I ask you a question? What, bro? What year do you think? Pete Carroll's last playoff win happened. Probably um, the the like two years before. Well, basically, when was the last year the Legion of Boom was semi healthy? I don't even remember, but it's yeah, two thousand. But I think they were gone. But two thousand nineteen is his last playoff win. Okay. Now, and he got fired. Now, who who hasn't won a playoff game since two thousand sixteen? Are you familiar? A lot of people. When's the last time Drable uh, had a play? Why you keep calling this man Drable and this Rabel? Rabel, but Rabel. The real you call that dude? Who did you just call this dude? Who did you who? call? You call somebody mispronounced real bad. I can't even remember. I don't I'm know who you talking about. Right, you mispronounced somebody. You talk about somebody mispronounced. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I corrected it on the note uh, for the audience. Uh, Rabel? Am I saying Drabel? Like Drabel? You kept saying Drabel, yeah, with the D. I think I call him. I don't know. I call him there for some reason. Anyway, uh, Tennessee's coach Rabel. He, like, I don't know what you want. He's getting the most out of him. It fell off the wheels this time. Henry was hurt a little bit last year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill fell off the cliff. You don't have a quarterback. You dropped him, Malik Willis. He clearly didn't want him. So what? What's he supposed to do? You let a, everything fell apart when they lost AJ Brown, and then you didn't draft well. I'm not sure what a coach is supposed to do. You trade his best player and then draft poorly at, behind that, and then replace him with an older, less dynamic version. <laughs> well, they tried Julio, and Julio was washed, and then they tried uh, Hopkins, and he's serviceable. Remind me to bump those posts when the Eagles picked up Julio. I forgot about that, but um. Yeah, I don't know what they expected. Vrabel's a, a decent coach. Um, when he's got time to prepare, he's definitely a, a good po- good coach. And um, I thought game plan-wise, a lot of what happened to the Titans wasn't necessarily his fault. It's just a lack of talent. Like they, they When they got rid of with Bud Dupree, I think, was the other guy on defense that they got rid of um, yeah. too early, too. And that changed the face of the defense. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know what these people are looking for. Maybe, and again, that my this is without I didn't go deep into it, but it, this is almost got to be. Hey, you need to make some changes. You need to fire these assistants. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm out. It has to be that. You can't tell me they just say, "Hey, you ain't getting it done." Let oh me damn! See you later. Breaking news: uh, Nick's wife was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in August, so maybe that's why he's retired. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. Good. That's that is sad. real sad. And nobody knew to. That's pretty uh Yeah. Wow. Damn. That is terrible. Tough life. I didn't see that. Yeah, that's horrible. 
Oh, that's even worse. That probably was what I mean. Well, let's not speculate like that, but mm. you definitely had to, that something like that would weigh on you and affect your job performance. Um, switching, so we'll we'll do that, and then we'll go to this clown Draymond. I hope everybody's healthy, Nick. But you know, get well, all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. Draymond Green, evidently, he had a meeting with Adam Silver. It ain't the same as meeting with David Stern. I tell you that. I wish David Stern <laughs> keep rolling over his grave and his foolishness, foolishness. But Draymond said he said he was going to retire, and Adam Silver had to talk him out of it. The fact, like that whole that whole like sequence was just disgusting, man. Your commissioner and you are best friends. Like what, man? Get out of my face, Draymond. You're not a victim, bro. I'm not going to do that rant again. But that shit got me mad, man. Like, this dude's supposed to be a tough guy. He in everybody's face. He punched Jordan Poole. He the, he the toughest of the tough. And then it's too much. It's too much. It's beginning to be too much. And I locked myself in my, in my man cave and my daughter came up. They hadn't seen me for two days. Like, man, grow the fuck up, bro. You almost, and I hate to curse like this, but you almost 40. <laughs> Come on. That's just embarrassing. And then I'm he sorry. was the one talking trash and said, I, I'm Draymond, and I'm going to do me, and doing me has got me where I want to be. And then all of a sudden, what? Some of these guys, <sighs> they just try to do too much. And and this is the thing, too, and I think I was talking about mom or some other old person. Hope you didn't listen, mom. But some other mm-hmm. older person. And they basically said, like, people just don't believe in restraint anymore. Restraint anymore. You just do whatever you want to do, and that's okay. Like, that's not, there's nothing wrong with, like, thinking things out. And there is a right way and a wrong way to do it. And it it, it seeps in his other wildness and all the way he acts. He he lives in a way where he's on the edge and borderline out of control and out of control. So there are times where he that bubbles over and he literally can't control it. So instead of trying to fix that, he embraces it. But we'll see if he changes. But. Some of that stuff is so spontaneous. I'm not sure that he can. It's been almost know. 10 years. I don't even know what to say, bro. Like, this is it's, it's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. He sounds soft. The team is soft. And, and I think Stephen A. responded because he said that uh, he heard Stephen A. say that, like, he was judging Steph because there was no leadership on the team or something stupid like that. Like, just, just play basketball, man. Yeah, why, do you, why, why do you? Why are you going after like some something's wrong? If no, if you're not winning, like you're losing, you're horrible this year. Something is not good. I would say leadership is good. Something is wrong when you're in your forties and and the response to you trying to choke a, a, a player out. And punching your teammate and kicking people in the nuts repeatedly is to have you take uh, counseling or something. People saying you what? need counseling. What is the like, counseling? What? what is that? that is, I've never even heard. Like what? I guess maybe it was. He's only thirty three, by the way. But I know what you were saying. But I just yeah, I know. Like, the nigga look old. For the people that like to, I know for the technical people. For the technical people, he looks forty, and it feels like he's for in NBA years. He's forty. Shoot. Yeah. LeBron not even 40 and for LeBron, hey, like he's 45. I said he could have been the Udonis Haslam of the Warriors if he just keep his fucking hands and feet to himself. Yep, that would be wonderful. Uh, but yeah, he's a joke, and I'm so sick of him. He's the luckiest athlete in almost the history of sports because 
he's he's a fine player. He found his role, but he got to tag along with a goat franchise and a goat player and a goat ish type shooter, and even had Kevin Durant had the greatest score of all time ability wise. He had a blessed career. And Steve Kerr. You say what you want to do about Steve Kerr, but he's a new Phil Jackson in terms of coaching with talent. So and he's, I mean, under, he's undersized and, and not athletic. Yes. Blessed. Like yeah. You would have been able to find that role on any other place. You would not have been able to even find this role and see the damn court because you wouldn't have been able to get the ball. I just want to point out that uh, Mark Jackson gave him more playing time than he did Clay Thompson for all the folks who keep saying Steve Kerr took Mark Jackson's job. <clears throat> just wanted to point wanted that out. To, and he wanted to put Clay Thompson on the post constantly because he was a mismatch. Yeah. <laughs> great coach. Great coach. So that's why I got to let our people go sometime. We say some ridiculous stuff just to cape like Tomlin being better. Anyway, not to go to it. Look at funny in the light. The Philadelphia Eagles. I knew it was bad. But I did not think it was so bad the Giants run the score up on you. Um, I, I I don't even know what what was going on in that game for real. I thought it was defense, a joke. Their defense is legitimately horrible. Like not yes. not like trying to be funny, but they are terrible. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Anything else on the on the court on the on the field, the defense is horrible. I find the defense to be offensive. That's how bad they are. <laughs> that's my new that's my new slogan now. When it's a bad defense. Like they they are bad, but you know what? As I said before and I'll say it again, couldn't have happened to a better group of people. Cause these arrogant, passive aggressive, punk ass Eagle fans out here, and it, and it's not Richard, Richard cool. Not it's our the mobsters. No, no, no. Yeah, not the no, not the mobsters. The mobsters <laughs> keep it a hundred. But but the rest of them. The rest of them deserve this. Like every time I was one of the first people in the group to be critical of the offense, everybody bumping in and saying, oh, you, you, yeah, oh, they look bad now. And I'm like, it just didn't flow. It just didn't flow. And then come to find out, even back in November, I broke it down for Sam and was like, look, here's the problem with your offense. They're not explosive anymore. They don't have explosive plays. They don't execute the explosive plays. They are literally – 15 to 20% less explosive uh, this year than they were last year. That's significant. That is significant. So it makes it easier to stop them. I said that. Then Nick Bosa comes out and ethers them in a post-game conference <laughs> and basically says they're basic. It's easy to stop them. All you got to do is watch film. And boom, they lose, what, five out of six to end it's the bad. season? How many? Were they 10-1 or 11-1? All they I were know. 10 and 1. And 10 one and 1 through 11 games. The first team in NFL history to be 10 and 1 through 11 games and not win more than 11 games. Welcome to the right side of history, you fuckers. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, too. This is the league. This is attrition. This is paying your, and I don't think this is necessarily effective, but paying your quarterback all that money, salary cap is less, more pressure on your quarterback. You can't be as deep. It's a different universe. You expect more of a man. You pay $253 million. You get you, you're good. They take both your coordinators. You got to re-sign people that maybe you shouldn't re-sign, but you reju- you are play away. So yeah, let's bring back, let's bring back Bradbury, even though he's not that good. And you had the greatest, they had statistically 
the more hurries, I don't know, I think sacks too, but more hurries than any team ever recorded in, in the, since they've been doing hurries. So that mm-hmm. wasn't uh, transferable or able to duplicate. And then they lost people and everybody got a year older. So I don't understand, like, is Sirianni picking the staff or is this how he picked the staff? Because how the That's hell does Sirianni get – I, I, I know Sirianni um, picked out um, Steichen because they were yeah. cool. And I, I think he had something to do with him over in San Diego. I think that's what I read earlier in the season. Mm. But, like, how do you not have suitable replacements? This dude don't call the game anywhere like Shane Steichen calls it, and it was so precise. <laughs> it was so precise. That is the only reason why Jalen Hurts was good. I mean, he looks like the Jalen Hurts at Alabama that just Yeah, this is the Jalen Hurts I thought would be in the NFL. It, it is, too. It's, it's, it's becoming more apparent to me the older I get and the more I watch this and we do this almost for a living and I guess you do now. Um, <laughs> Why you keep bringing it, that up? <laughs> well, sorry. I was just trying to be accurate. Do you um, know who I work with? I know, right? It, it's apparent to me that it's like almost all situational. We're talking all this shit, but it's situational. He had that a person that knew how to play to his strengths and he unlocked something. He had somebody that didn't. And he looks different. That's almost every single person. Do you know how bad you got to suck at quarterback to be bad behind the offensive line? It's almost it's almost unheard of. Now that's not that's not their problem. That's true. The offensive line is the one problem that they do not have. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy. Up, but yeah, that's not a problem. That is crazy. He does have time, but dudes aren't open often. And they started playing AJ Brown and double teaming him, and he's been taken away. That was the equalizer. Uh, Can it, I got my hand raised. I got my hand raised. You know why they're not open? Because their play design suck. Just like I said in week three. But nobody want to hear me because I'm just some dude on Facebook that likes to troll. No, you fuckers. Y'all need to start listening sometime. And eventually somebody will listen to me. Damn. Like, I'm not criticizing your team to be critical. I'm criticizing your team because it sucks. Offenses have flow. Offenses have flow. There's a rhythm to it. It's like a dance, you know? And, and sometimes people are offbeat. The Eagles are clapping off beat right now. They got to get their shit together. That's all it is. The Eagles' point differential in the last six games is minus 59. I, I honestly, I. <laughs> oh, is this. Change like, the subject, bro. Change the subject. I'm getting mad. <laughs> it's tough. And just before, before we do that, who, I, honest to God, somebody said it was something like they were saying it was disrespectful to the Eagles. Something I'm like the Bucks should be the favorites. Like what? <laughs> I'm almost Man, serious. Like, that shit got me. It got me rethinking yeah, yeah. life. <laughs> Look, I mean, I was in I was in press row when the dude beside me was like, "You want to hear something crazy?" And I was like, "What?" I'm thinking it's something that because I was watching the Cowboys and Commanders. I thought it was something about the game. He was like, "The Eagles are opening as a two and a half point favorite against the Bucks." Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, is it is that? I'm like, the way they've been playing, what are you basing the two and a half on? Just that they have had success, but you can't be basing that on the last two months of football. The only reason I wouldn't hammer Tampa Bay is one, Baker's messed up, and two, that loss to the Saints was disturbing to me. I was like, Dude. That's not true. Man. against Carolina, like nine zero. So. I don't even I don't know how you justify that. Like, 
What what metric are you using to say that the current Eagles? Because that because this can't be a historical thing because this Eagles team is nothing like the the team that was there last year. For you even but they say, went to the Super Bowl, oh, so that's all they yeah, call like, They went to yeah, the Super Bowl man, and they have a lot of the same players. But it, I mean, that's a pick them. That's like you, what you know what they're basing it on? Baker Mayfield fucking it up somehow. But my God, Tyrod Taylor didn't. I mean, yeah, and and being at home is not an advantage the way those fans feel about that team. I haven't seen teams fall apart like this. I guess that Pittsburgh team that was started out 11 L fell apart, but everybody knew they weren't good. It it was it was luck. Everybody knew it was I mean, kind you, of What are you talking about? We're watching the Eagles fall apart right now. I'm saying I haven't seen a team like <laughs> start out like you. that. Oh, oh, my fault. I missed it. I missed it. Uh, we, we, we wanted to do a whole podcast on this, but, you know, time got a hold of us. But this is Team Light Skin News. I don't I don't know what possessed Cat Williams to go on Shannon Sharp specifically, other than I guess the other comedians. I did see Steve. You heard what he said. said. On there. Well, he, he did. But he just went on there and just ethered. Every black comedian you could think of, besides God rest his soul, Bernie Mac or Dave Chappelle, and 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 the lesser known people like Mark Curry, but he went after almost. I was surprised he didn't try to dig up Richard Pryor and shit on him too. No, he called he Richard Pryor. Didn't he? Didn't he say something nice about Richard or no? I didn't. I, I, I might have missed. It. I mean, he should. I mean, I'm sure he respects Richard Pryor. But you, you I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That that shit was too long. I broke it up into three parts, and I still don't think I finished it. It's like a mini series. I don't think so. I ever finished it, but I've seen like a lot of the clips and then the stuff he said about Jonathan Majors. Uh, let me let me set it up, and you think about your favorite moment. But let me set it up for my Caucasian people who might not even know. I I haven't had anybody talk about this at work. The black the nickels at work have not been caught up, and none of the white people know who Cat Williams is. So <laughs> that's weird. It's been very uh I've been very upset. Because you know, that's a water cooler kind of thing. Uh that was the first time it made me want to work with black people in a long time. But it's not a feeling <laughs> I've actually let me take it back. It's not a feeling I've ever had in my life until last week. Ari Spears said it best. Y'all, y'all love drama. Look at you. Listen to you. You just want the drama. <laughs> but to go with my my uh, my my uh, saltines, Cat Williams is a light skinned African American with perm hair. Uh, outrageous. He sweats a lot. He's somewhat feminine. He's audacious. He's funny. He's dirty and disgusting. He's mentally ill, probably. So Kat came on there. And what was your favorite part? Um, well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with Cat Williams, bro. Y'all don't understand a Virgo when you meet one, man. This is how they act. <laughs> Look, for what it's worth, for what it's worth, me and Holla are very mild-mannered Virgos, yo. We we will hit you with a quick one line and let it go. Virgos are typically relentless when you disrespect them, bro. And this is this is what you get, man. When when there's nobody there to tell you to shh. This is what you get. My favorite part of the whole thing was um, Shannon telling him that um, they might need to stop drinking and and Kat telling him that actually he hadn't even started drinking yet. This is his default. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part. What was in the said, world? He said, you have an unnatural, what did he say? You have an unnatural sympathy or association with losers and that's not like you. That was just yes. amazing. 
That was he a said bar. He loved. He said, "Yeah, that was amazing. That'll live forever." He <laughs> said he was. He loved white women too, but he was afraid because if they could take down Kang the Conqueror in a weekend, <laughs> just everybody was catching strays. That was a Kevin Hart is a plant, and the thing too that that bothers me that way a little bit for people really think that he's exposing Hollywood. Cat Williams doing movies for Ice Cube. That's not Hollywood. Hollywood. He wasn't on the set with Spielberg. He wasn't on the set with James Cameron. He wasn't on the set with Christopher Nolan. Like he, he was in Black Hollywood. Let's not cat funny. He is just as funny as all those other people. Not Dave, but he is just as funny as all those people he named. He had to be just funny. Well, but can I? Can, can he's I? Not as marketable, and he doesn't have crossover appeal to saltines. Can I also say that never in my life would I thought that somebody saying they could run a sub four or or even a three nine would not be the most craziest thing that they uttered. (laughs) This this man said this man said that Prince used to come to him for advice on cars and something else and women. Prince, bro, Prince came to Cat Williams. For advice on women, yes. or he trusted him with with, with his um, feedback on women, something something to that nature. And I, at that point, I turned it off because I was like, "This is ridiculous." Not his Prince, absolutely. You said he's saying, but his delusions of grandeur. He's a Virgo, bro. It's not the goat. I, 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 nobody. You think anybody walks somewhere and say, "Hey, Cat Williams is the goat," outside of a barbershop with a dude getting a really messed up haircut? Who, I mean, I mean, top ten? I wouldn't say so. If you're being like, truthful, top ten, all time, black yeah, and I, white I, comedians. If you just I going black, maybe I do too. But like all time, I don't know. I'm, I, 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 I'm, I don't got you got. 80, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a racist. Day. I'm a racist, so I can't I can't find the white person funny than <laughs> I, I I don't I don't like if we're being fair. Like you know, I don't believe in saltine comedians. So, uh, but I have found like that is that Jim Gaffigan. There's one I found on a YouTube shorts that's kind of funny. I, I Bill Burr. I'm sorry, I don't care. It's it's the redhead in him that that doesn't count as an actual. That's like they're mutated. There's something else. Bill Burr is hilarious. But and maybe just because he's mean, I like it. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. But I wouldn't put him in a goat conversation. The only goat conversations, Dave, Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, if he, yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, in his short, in his short span, in his like, short, yeah, in his prime. Like if you want to go like deep way back, Lenny Bruce, like people like that that like started it being dirty. Um, I yeah, guess technically, like, if you go into talk was, shows, stuff, Bill Cosby and movies, and science, there was so, a, there was some stuff. Anything. There was some stuff people got mad about that just like, like it wasn't even that serious, man. Like him giving credit to Mark Curry and and his um, feelings behind how Mark Curry was treated by Steve Harvey and things like that 
were basically reflections of what Mark Curry had, had already said. Like that's not said, anything yeah. new. Yeah, that's not anything new. Like I think some of it, some of it, even down to the to the Illuminati stuff, is like some people just not really hip to pop culture. <laughs> like that's not he's not saying anything new. Like people get but it's like confirmation form. Wait, wait how 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 are we how are we rating this? Is this rated R PG? We want people to listen to it at work. We've we've already cursed a couple times. All right. Uh, well, people people getting fucked up the ass for parts, man. Like, come on. <laughs> I didn't know you were going that far. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's not news to anybody, man. Like, that's like Aaron Rodgers talking no, like it's really not. And, no, and it's Epstein not. and Epstein. And Epstein. Like, that, this is what they do. Like, yeah, people still believe that shit. <laughs> but and, and it could be true. We don't know. It's not. It's not a conspiracy. That people are sexual predators. Yeah. That's not a conspiracy. People in positions of power are preying on people beneath them. That's not an initiation ritual. That's just how people are. And it mm-hmm. did, and in Hollywood, obviously, you have a section of that that is openly, um, you know, they're, they're open with their sexuality and more of them. So you're gonna run into that more than you would run into that at Walmart. You know, but so you're gonna run into somebody that sexually harassed you with a different orientation than you would on a normal job because it's a creative field and typically it's a more diverse group set in Hollywood. Sexually, sexuality, uh, racially, religion. You know, you're gonna run into those people. So that's the thing. It, I don't think that makes it a conspiracy. The only thing I'll ever give them credence on is they do try to dress us up in those dresses when we. When a comedian, but that's that's no, that's well known too, though. That's true. So it's not yet. Yeah, well known. Like, yes. Also, it's yeah. not just black people. Culturally, culturally, it is well known to us that yes, these yes. are these are the steps that you have to take to air quote make it in Hollywood. Like he ain't he ain't you know saying nothing crazy. Dress? You never who know who? you know you know who never wore a dress. Bill who? Cosby. Bill Cosby. It's because he was too busy using Quaaludes. <laughs> to Let me go, man. Chase subject, bro. Chase subject. Yeah, I shouldn't even birthday. This man just did whatever he wanted. He's the only black man allowed to just do whatever he wanted. But anyway, hey, uh, wait, you hold on, hold on. You know my theory on that too, man. When when people when people drugging people, man, they got some tendencies. It probably won't all women. <laughs> so you know. Somebody so, like that, that that's issues. Uh, yeah. No man, can you imagine? Now we're not even gonna do this. A man, I'm gonna say it. A man coming out and saying Bill Cosby. Like, oh my God, Cap is wrong. Cat is wrong. He said that word was never funny. If somebody came and said that Bill Cosby took advantage of me as a man, <sighs> I might laugh. And I, you know. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> That's it's not, not funny. It's, it's not, not funny. I'm, I'm with the I mean, cat. How could you? That's the most. <laughs> that's the most sane shit he said the whole two hours and forty nine minutes. And, he was like, oh, yeah. and also, can, can you explain to me how you catch uh, a semi truck at thirteen with your puppy? Somehow the puppy just disappeared in his story. He never discussed the Rottweiler puppy again. But how can you catch you thirteen? You live in a park. You're homeless. You telling me? That you weren't basically a sex slave to survive, and you, and you read three thousand books. <laughs> yeah, three thousand bucks a week. Washing cars. Okay, okay, bro. Okay, okay. Whew. Okay. So some of that he just like a lot of exaggeration, but I think in his mind, and some of it's speculation that we shouldn't take. Some of it he knew firsthand, like the Friday stuff, 
and the stuff he did, the, the Friday After Next stuff, and the stuff that he put into the role of the movie I've never seen. But <laughs> if you quiz me and said uh, Cat Williams and Friday After Next, see, I would have guessed. This, this is the shit that get me labeled as a coon or a sellout or a white. This is why people out here really like say shit like, you're the whitest black guy I know. Because you say you haven't seen Friday After Next, and they just Bro, associate me as your down. fucking twin or something like that. Now. Uh, our ratings are down. They say that to me. I've been told that my whole life. I don't know how you getting it, but uh, anyway, I, I'm catching strays too. Shit, evidently, evidently. That's why I gotta act like I act to prove that I'm black, man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, I'm double cat. Forget cat. Uh, let's go. Team light skin. We did team light skin news. We need to go. This is my last thing. I've taught myself out, so I don't have as much passion as I normally would, but. Mike McCarthy versus Tomlin toss up Tuesday. I just wanted to get a feel for how people felt, even though I knew you break that down for me, sir. It's the same person. Exactly. Why is this? Why is this a fucking debate? And then you tagging me in a stupid ass thread and, and Joe's got a dissertation with stats and numbers and shit that, that don't even make sense. They're the same person. The same I person. You. I tagged you because he put in he he mistabulated the numbers. And I figured out that we've given him so much credibility Who is that he me? can write me. And then by, you put him on the shows too. We no, and, and called and my guy. him and showed the brain mats. So that's giving him credibility. But anyway, we've given him so much credibility. He could write any stat and we believed him. So I actually looked at it and I was like, dude, you're telling me you got the Mike Thomas numbers his win percentage with backup quarterbacks. You just got that on deck. That's what I said. Then he went back. And first of all, it's stupid to sit there and compare. Oh, he has a good record with backup quarterbacks. Do you have any uh, proof that that's not just random? It, it, I mean, you just, just saying he doesn't coach quarterbacks. So where would he get this talent to do anything with a backup quarterback? Like, that doesn't make any sense. He makes them play better because he damn sure doesn't, like, do a whole lot with them during the week. He's not in on the offensive meetings. He's not calling out plays. So how is he this backup quarterback guru? So It's I random when you win with a backup quarterback, unless you just got a great one. I love Joe, man, and I, and I love number of guys because they have their place. But I swear to God, these motherfuckers overcomplicate every fucking thing when you let them go off on these tangents. It's the same way when you were talking about the MVP race and people had, like, it was some stupid-ass metric that was like, oh, this person throws the ball and their their throws count for more or some dumb shit. <laughs> and, 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 like, two is at the top of the list and everybody's like, look, look, I told you he was, a, he was an MVP. And then you look at him now and it's like, what the fuck? Come on, yeah. bro. It's not that serious. I'm almost going back more. And you know, I'm a stat guy. I'm almost going back more to the eye test because they over they overuse stats. It's like it's a simulation and not a real game. Now, these are still humans. It's, it's not it's, a simulation. It's so like mirror image. Both inherited teams. It's the with, same thing. Yeah, like. Same, same, even even stability wise, you can say the franchises are almost the same. Uh, it's like, like they both have the same approach. Sixty three percent. See, it, it, the Packers and the uh, Steelers are mirror images of each other, even yeah. down to not going to get free agents and being mostly homegrown. Yeah, 
the Steelers, my thing with Tomlin, and not that the Packers haven't had talent. Yeah, everybody wants to make the example of Aaron Rodgers versus Big Ben. You say Aaron Rodgers is better. It ain't that bunch. They're both Hall of Famers. So you're talking about a top 10 quarterback versus a top 20 quarterback or a top 25 quarterback? That's not that big a difference. And especially when you look at Aaron Rodgers' payoff fields. But if you look at what he was surrounded by, you look at the line that Tomlin has had, the, like, people like Palomalu, A.B., uh, they always have receivers that they draft. The, both the defensive and offensive lines are always good. So that's why I think he's had more talent. But in the end, I can't put one of the other because it's the same thing. They both are in the 600s. One is 11 and 10. One is 8 and 9 in the playoffs. And whatever you want to say about Tomlin's winning streak, okay, fine. But uh, uh, McCarthy's won playoff games in the last two presidential um administrations so you know it's give or take however you want to do it but don't sit there and tell me somebody how can somebody be far away from somebody and both had one super bowl and they both have won 60 percent of the games give and take and I, so I what, even, what are we doing i'd even argue i think tomlin has more roster control than mccarthy's has had yeah Rod, Tomlin has i mean yeah you're right because he has nothing McCarthy doesn't have anything. And then two, Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not doing this because McCarthy, I'm not impressed with McCarthy as a coach and he's going to choke or whatever. He's done a good job this year. Huh? He's done a good job for that. He's done an excellent job. He's done an excellent job, but we know how it ends. But Aaron Rodgers was not projected to be anything like this coming out of college. Anything. He dropped for a reason. And then suddenly. (laughs) Let's let's not do this. Why we got to do this? I'm not saying. That but shit still hurts. I don't. Aaron Rodgers was it all I, Aaron Rodgers or did Brett Favre and McCarthy have a role to play? I I think that one Rodgers should have been a Niner, and two, um, yeah, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers won't say it now. you would have destroyed it. Yeah, well, shit. So still should have been a Niner, but uh, where where um, like Aaron Rodgers won't won't say it, but yeah. Huge influence from both of them. And and he was given so much freedom, even early on, to just do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. I, I still, to this day, say I don't think he ever listened to Mike McCarthy. Remember I used to say that all the time? Like, he was uncoachable because, like, McCarthy would draw plays and shit. And, like, you look at how Dak plays, and you're telling me that this is what Aaron Rodgers was doing? No. Because Dak actually listens to, to McCarthy and throws the ball <laughs> on time. Rodgers yeah, was not that so, just yeah, freestyling. Exactly. Somebody actually run the plays in the office. That That is an amazing thing. <laughs> but let's get out of here. Start to chop up a little bit. So if you're hearing this, I might have to uh, I might have to cut the last part. But uh, anything you want to say before we go? Uh, I'm doing my best to, um, to get content, not only for the group, but for my own personal uh, preferences. Um, the job doesn't pay a lot. So please stop acting like I'm fucking Stephen A. Smith. And I do get a shit ton of access to things that I'm, I'm now discovering. Um, so just bear with me. But there will be probably more um, of like the Dak Prescott interview. Like I was a fucking arm length away from Jerry Jones. And the only reason why I didn't say anything is because I didn't want to embarrass myself or be like that guy that said something to LeBron. So be prepared in the next year or however long I keep this job, we will be having some access to athletes and, and, and games and I will be happy to take you guys with me. So make sure you follow uh, the IBM page as well as my little unofficial um, page with IBS Eases, which I reopened because I feel like they smother us on the algorithm on the big page. 
they well yeah they tried to but yeah, yeah hopefully that could be, yeah if we could get some people we could transition some people that would be good i start posting on there all right folks for actively lazy this is the commission asking you you got a minute fam <laughs>